Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... I'm John. Hey, John. How's it going today? It's going. It's a new It's a new week. It's a new day. It's a new Dexter week. We get to do more Dexter, and I'm excited. Oh, we're, we're in the second half of the third season, so we've got lots to talk about. Let's dive on in. Well, it's season three, episode seven, Easy as Pie. And we start off in a kill room. It's a kill. Well, it's a dream. We know it's a dream because of the lighting. Yeah. And it's, it's a kill hazy. room. And it's it's a hairy dream because he's like, hey, Dex is there doing his stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, Dad, you want to come in and look at all the people I've killed? Do, do you want to throw up again? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's Miguel. And Miguel's like, hey, I'm just here to golf in 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's fun. And it, it's showing all the stuff. He's being super cool around this this dead body. That being said, he does use that slice joke again. Yeah. And this is not the end. They really, I'm 90% <laughs> sure Miguel only plays golf uh, because someone was like, ah, sliced it. Oh, like that show that I write on. <gasps> so, yeah, we're going to get more of that. <laughs> but hey, it's good. Maybe people didn't hear the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> or the second. Yeah. Well, Dexter wakes up from the dream. And he wakes up next to Rita, who's just who tells him that it's an anxiety dream. And Rita asks for Dex's guest list for the wedding. Yeah, and he must have a really long list of people, right? Yes, just like his code, uh-huh. where the first one through ten are <laughs> don't get caught. Yeah. His first ten guests are just Deb. Yeah, <laughs> just, just Deb. Just That's Deb. it. End of list. Yeah. And Rita's like, what about Angel and Vince? And Dex is like, ooh, Miguel. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. It's like, yeah, like, what What about friends? <gasps> Miguel is a friend. Oh, my God. That I connected the dots. Pretty cool. <laughs> well, it turns out, according to Rita uh-huh. and the next scene, uh-huh. that Dexter has been uh, going to the hospital to see character actress Margot Martindale a lot, which yeah. is cool. I like that he is doing that off screen a little bit, too. I like that, too. Yeah, it's it shows, like, consistency. And it's also, yeah, it is nice that, like, you know, we all know how Dexter spends his free time. But it's nice that, like, that's not what all of his free time is, yeah. you know? Sometimes he's feeding pie to women. That's right. <laughs> In their hospice room. Well, we get character actress Margot Martindale getting wheeled into the room, and she's like, this is the room. This is the one that I'm going to die in. She also has a shoebox full of photos. Yeah. And all of the photos do we see. Uh, I love them. I guess Camilla helped drop Dex off at college. I guess yeah. because Doris was, might have been dead at that point. But that was adorable. I loved it, right? Yeah, and then Dex holds one up of, of teenage Dex with Harry, and he's like, it's Dexter, the awkward years. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the Photoshop years, buddy. That doesn't yeah. even look anatomically accurate. I know. Well, a lot of the lighting is off. But you know what? It's actually much better Photoshop than we've seen in, like, previous seasons. Oh, I love every time a movie or a TV show goes above and beyond and does some Photoshop. Oh, yeah. I think we've talked about it before with The Dark Knight Rises. Bruce Wayne has Maggie Gyllenhaal's picture, but it's clearly just a screen cap (laughs) from the last movie. Yeah. And it's like, well, you couldn't just get a picture. And I love when you see 
that actors are like, oh, I got young kid photos of myself. I love it. Yeah. And yeah, and it also kind of shows like <laughs> that when they did cast, you know, the, the younger versions of Dexter in the yeah. first two seasons, they just chose a redheaded kid with a mole on his face. End of list. It's like it doesn't really look like Michael C. Hall at all. But like, but I do like that Michael C. Hall does have a little picture of little Michael C. Hall being yeah. like on a soccer team and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's still in there. Yeah, but I do like I do like them integrating the two photos because it has been long enough since we have done a flashback that yeah. you can kind of take an actual young Michael C. Hall. Yeah, and be like, ah, Just why not? It. I really liked it. I think it's fun, even when it's bad, especially when it's bad. <laughs> but I love it all. Yeah, right? Well, and sorry, one more note. It's, uh, I, I have been, you mentioned that I'm re-watching The Sopranos. Forget about it. And there is some god-awful Photoshop in that show. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I don't think you've gotten there yet, but they CGI one of the characters <gasps> due to outside circumstances, and it is a horror show oh i'm excited yeah it'll be good it'll be good anyway well character actress margo martindale wants to meet rita and she gives dexter her all of her funeral plans yeah and specifically to the point of asking him to call the funeral director which is a hell of an ask yes it is but i i find it so incredibly sweet yeah like it you know, I, I think, you know, a, a few of us do have, you know, those old family friends, you know, that like, you know, they're sure. they were mom and dad's friends. And it's yeah, it's it's really nice that like Dexter was close enough to to help her out during this time when she doesn't have anyone else. Yeah, I agree. She keeps talking about how excited she is to die. And like, this isn't the first episode she's done that. Yeah. But she she loves to kind of lay it on a little thick with. God, I just love to die. And you're like, I bet you would, but you're alive. So here's some pie. And she's like, oh, and I get it. But she really loves to be like, God, I wish I was dead today. It would be a mercy. It would be a mercy, Dexter. God, our impression is so bad. Well, I wouldn't have said that. And now that you did, my feelings are hurt. Like you pointed it out the last one. It's perfect. It's, anyway. <laughs> it's okay. But she does say throughout all of this that she does get to see Jean again. So hurrah. Yeah, really sweet. And she's like, so yeah, so she wraps up being like, give me a Rita and a perfect key lamp. So we get back to the precinct and Deb is like, I don't do sick people, which I was, we, we both laughed at. And then immediately she's like, oh, it, it reminds me of mom. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, ah. <laughs> it was immediately, uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Dex sees Miguel bailing out Marone in LaGuerta's office. <gasps> yeah. And where it turns out LaGuerta, Miguel, and whoever Ramon's boss is, yeah. they're offering him a deal because they caught him torturing soda pop style. Right. That man who that, sold hemp. That one dude. This feels like a fever dream I once had. <laughs> it sounds like it. But they're offering him early retirement with benefits. Which Hell is of a deal. Pretty fuck. I would take that today. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So would I. <laughs> and they give him, uh, Ramon gives him his badge and his gun, and then he bails. And yeah. LaGuerta and Miguel get a moment, and she does mention that, hey, chicka chicka cha. Chicka 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 hands. Chicka chicka hands. That's what I think of every time. Chicka hands. <laughs> it wasn't personal, Miguel. 
Oh. And, and Miguel says, well, Ramon was, so thank you. So he is still keeping a fairly level head. I like him. Yeah. However, as soon as I say that, uh, Miguel stops by Dexter's desk and makes golf plans with uh, him and is like, I want to hit something super hard. Yeah. And Dexter's like, who? Like, just what? Go do no. it. <laughs> golf. Yeah. We're talking golf. And I love Vince stopping by and being like, are you and him like friends now? <laughs> and that's like, like, yeah. Yes. Kiss ass. <laughs> One more of those and he's getting off of the wedding list. Well, that's exactly it. Back at the briefing room, Dex is contemplating who to invite to his wedding. Yeah. And yeah, Quinn is so tan. <laughs> Speaking of Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, he's super tan because he's in that as well. Yeah, he's the guy at the bridge who tells Joseph Gordon-Levitt he can't pass with all the kids. I forgot about that. No, you're good. It's just he's super tan in that as well. Oh, my God. He's the most tan. (laughs) And, yeah, having that be, like, one of the reasons that Dexter contemplates maybe Quinn. Super tan. Miami Metro knows the Skinner is drafting off their investigation. Mm -hmm. So they want to use Anton and be like, hey, he knows where Freebo is. Use him as a plant, but keep him in the dark. Oh, man, and Deb is not on board with that. Yeah, so they're figuring that all out, and Dexter, I love the moment when he's talking, still going over who he should invite to the wedding, Uh and he's like, that's his name, Sodaquist. Yeah! Me too, buddy, me too. (laughs) Feel it. Literally the episode after when you finally figured out what his name was, (laughs) Dexter was just one episode behind you. Not too bad. Deb does say not to invite Quinn, though. Oh, yeah. And you do see Dexter just immediately cross him off the list. Yep. Nope. I think they're both happier with that. Yeah. No tan men at my wedding. I'll be the tannest man. (laughs) It's a Miami wedding, so it has to be outside. That's right. Deb and Quinn go to Wendell Owen's mom's house. And, well, look, she found Deb's card in his shorts and blames her for her for his death. Oh. So, you know, we, we're dealing with that. Yeah. Well, and you can see Deb blame herself, too. Like, right in that moment, she was just like, oh, shit. I think we watched two different scenes, because the one I watched, uh, Deb got into her face Jerry Springer style and was like, I didn't kill your kid. Fuck you. Yes. yes. I'm not the killer. <laughs> yes. Back at a crime scene, because uh, Dexter does have a day job. He's in a big old house, and there's a dead old lady. And, well, it's a young lady, actually. But uh, this, yes, it, this, is. it was a screwdriver that they found under the couch, which is really nice because in season one, so at Ricky Simmons' house, Mrs. Simmons, I forgot her name, yeah. uh, threw the cell phone under the couch, and then Dex found it like 20 minutes after everyone. So it looks like they're learning. Hurrah. Yay. Um, a bad guy cut himself and ran away in socks, to which Vince is like, fucking socks, because he knows it's Albert Chung. Who was is uh, uh, an Asian guy, which is yes. why Vince knows he keeps his ear to uh, to the ground in that community. Right, and they're all mad at him because he gives Asians a bad name. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Albert Chung. He even took his shoes off. How cliche! But I'd like to say that in this scene, yeah, Albert Chung, it's fun and all that, but it is really nice having uh, Vince back. Yes. Oh, absolutely. No moody. Vis- no moody. Masuka. No Moody Masuka, baby. So back at the driving range, Miguel is complaining about all of his responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got Ramon going crazy and being a shit. And he hits the ball. 
And she's like, he's like, I got Syl wanting me to be a husband. And he like hits it. And he's like, bah humbug, Dexter, bah humbug. My That's life right. is hard. Sorry, I just don't think Syl is asking for that much. I and... <laughs> fully agree with you. Fully. Yeah. Oh, and another slice joke. But this time he did the slice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going back and forth. They really love that. They love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel wants to go after that blood-sucking defense attorney, Helen Wolf. Yes. And uh, But she hasn't killed. And Miguel is like, all right, all right, I get she hasn't killed. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let me show you some shit. I got some, I got some shit to show you. Yeah, yeah. Like some research, baby. Right. Which, I actually had a question on that. Yeah. Um, so in previous season, yeah. uh, we had psychologist Emma Meridian. Yeah. He didn't directly kill any of those women. No, but he, he, he did, though. He, like, like, told them to kill themselves. He convinced them. Yeah. So, okay, okay. So, I I think the only thing that I had there is because Dexter Lawyer. said, like, well, she didn't do it right. by her hand. It's like, well, neither did Meridian. But it, I think, too, Dexter can kind of see that she's not, like, a mob lawyer. She's not trying to get sure. pieces of shit out. She does all sorts, and a lot of them are repeat offenders who maybe innocent and uh yeah or maybe guilty my point is is that i think she has a large catalog of clients and if she was only working for like criminals mm-hmm. sure maybe and if maybe if that was her point but she seems like she's just trying to give them a fair uh trial which we'll get to in a next scene in That's another right. scene uh back at the hospital um character actress margot martindale is throwing food because the doctors gave her another a month and she's just pissed off Yes, and that I fully understand, like, getting that horrible news that you are going to be suffering for even longer than you thought. You need to get elderly folk a kind of punching bag, but for them. So I think a good equivalent would be, maybe maybe you could put it on a catapult system, but get trays of food. Because trays of food are always fun to just throw around. Oh, yeah, making a mess like that. So mm-hmm. just give a bunch of old people a lot of catapults, tiny <laughs> tiny ones, yeah. and then they, whenever they get mad, they can just let out some aggression. Just slap it. Because I would be fucking furious. Oh, and it's just miserable, and it's, yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't even have the TV on. Ridiculous. <laughs> and anyway, so yeah, speaking of her horrible existence, she keeps talking about, God, I'd love to be dead. Wouldn't that just be grand? And... Yeah, apparently Gene asked her to end his life. And she's uh, like, I would have done it, but it's a sin. Yeah, it's like Catholics can't do that. And Catholics can't take their own lives either. I can't take my own life. Well, you know, you're right. I, 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 I can't kill myself either. <laughs> but you're not Catholic. <laughs> Mm. No, I am definitely not Catholic. <laughs> well, and I like the yeah. She's like Harry taught you right. Now you're like you're a strong. You're a good friend. Like, come on, just fucking do it for me. Just, just do it. Could you just do it? Could you just do it? Please, it would be a mercy. Could you Please. do it? Well, 
um, here's my, I wrote it. I have my divorce joke. Um, <laughs> I would absolutely pull your plug. No questions asked. Oh, God, same. Maybe uh, no directives. Maybe no directives even needed. I see you in a room hooked up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yank that cord out. Ooh, so quickly. So that's my promise to you. I'm a good man. I am a good man. Oh, my God. And I provide. I just came in for like a broken arm or something, and then <laughs> just like, sir, please stop unplugging all of the machines. Oh, this is my only chance, doctor. Don't understand. Just trying to swap uh, plugs into different outlets, see oh if there's gosh, a different sure. result. See if I can overload it. And I'm just awake watching you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm learning. That's that's all that matters. Anyway, so Dex uh, also he's contemplating about could I break the rules for a friend in yeah. many different ways in this episode. That is the question. So Deb meets up with Anton at the ass crack of dawn and Deb <laughs> wants Anton to skip town because she heard a rumor that Anton knows where Freebo is. And yeah, Anton puts it together and is like, fuck, fuck all of you. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But um, yeah, she's like, get out of here. I want you to survive. And I love their, 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 words as they exit the car together here oh i love it too you watch that mouth of yours fuck you and then he bails and it was like super sexy i i literally wrote down i really wanted them to kiss right there i wrote down (laughs) casablanca does that work (laughs) i don't know but it was romantic back at dexter's lab uh dex is unsure if he should change the code to help a friend i said that oh my god my notes and i really get me But there is something, and I, I think um, this is what you touched on, yeah. and I will touch on it again here. There touch, is touch. something to taking out a criminal's lawyer. Yeah. Like a very Arkham style. Like, I think you could have done something there that would have been really fun is if, yeah, during a season, Dex goes after like a crooked defense attorney yes. that is only blocking out these murders and getting them back out on the streets. Yeah. That could have been fun. Very Arkham. I, I like that, too. Yeah. Well, ring, 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 ring. Hello? Dexter, where is your list? Oh, the list. Yeah, so Rita calls, and uh, Dexter's having more issues with that, and Rita's patience is running out. That's true. To which we find out when Syl is helping Rita plan wedding stuff. And, yeah, well, you know, things are hard for Rita, but things are also hard for Syl. Because Miguel, yeah. apparently is going to a very dark place and is very secretive. Yes. Yes, he is. And, you know, you definitely see it, like, really starting to boil, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in this whole episode. Yep. You see Miguel just, like, he's he's very... You, you can see right there how stressed he is, you know? Like... In every single scene, he just seems a little bit more on edge and a little bit more stressed. And, like, even though he is, like, technically keeping a level head, mm-hmm. he's, like, oh, he's, he's, his eyes are always darting away and he's... he's hitting stuff with golf balls. Yeah, <laughs> really, really hard. Um, yeah, and it's also interesting because he always says he's out with Dex. And, yeah, interesting, because we know that's not always the truth. But then again, Dexter says he's always at work. So it could help to have a friend who's also lying, and you guys can say you're together. There you go. Um, yeah, but and Rita tries to console Syl by saying, hey, don't worry. The same thing happened with Dex. 
And oh, after yeah. a little pushback from Syl, <laughs> being like, can you fucking tell me, please? Rita's like, well, he was doing drugs and having an affair. Which, <laughs> okay, okay. Fair. Yes. Fair. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's, that's a little, um, I mean, it's, she's not wrong. Like, that is what Rita knows yeah. to have happened. He had a sexy British adventure. That is very, very true. Like a pirate. <laughs> he got some British booty, figured out, he realized it was haunted, sealed it in the tomb, and got out of there. So, I'm just saying. That's exactly right. Dexter, season two. A pirate's booty. <laughs> the British adventures. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. So, and also, yeah. So I have here that this is snowballing, much like that was. <laughs> uh, this is snowballing for Rita. And Rita sees this and is like, can you just, just, just confront him? Just talk to him about it. Yeah. Communication is key. That's right. We get to the elevator, my friend, where <gasps> Angel and Barbara are talking about uh, terrible, shitty nicknames they had as kids. Because <gasps> they both have very unique last names. Uh, they have Fatista versus Vagiana. Oh, no! <laughs> and in, in this moment of bonding, uh, Fatista goes for a kiss <laughs> and she dodges it. And is like, I just want to remain friends. That's right. Vagiana dodged that. Dagiana, more like. No. Oh, wow. okay. More like Fultista. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, at LaGuerta's office, Ellen shows up and LaGuerta wants to hear about Miguel. She's like, kind of tell me a little bit about it. And she's yeah. like, there's jury tampering, missing evidence. There's a whole bunch of fucking problems, a but lot. no proof. He's a bad man, not a dumb man. Right. Know, uh, according to Ellen. And when LaGuerta kind of pushes back on this, uh, Ellen is like, look, my ex-husband was always a prick. I just never wanted to see it. Which is interesting because I do think a part of LaGuerta that is open, more open to Miguel being having a dark side is obviously from season two's uh, Dokes. Yes. Who she doesn't, it doesn't feel like she's fully accepted it. She's accepted it, but she doesn't fully believe it yet. Right. And yeah, so there, there is a new side to LaGuerta being like, well, the last guy I thought I knew was, you know, so let's tell me about Miguel. And I like that. I like but, that too. Good news. Miguel is on his way because Ellen oh. is representing Albert Chung's surrender. Oh, no. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> well, and I like LaGuerta's like, okay, how can you just sit and tell me that Miguel's a bad guy when you are representing that guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking hell. Well, back in the bullpen, it turns out all of Miami is racist because <laughs> they have Albert Chung's photo out there, and apparently they had way too many calls come in. They had, like, hundreds of calls come in of, like, I saw Albert Chung. Oh, no. So all of Miami's racist. But I wrote this down, uh-huh. and Dex does confirm it later in the episode. He does look like Vince. He legitimately does. Yeah, and it's amazing and it's hilarious. It's really funny. And you know that if Vince did crime, it would be in his socks. <laughs> Not because he's Asian. That's just, he feels like that type of guy. Sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best plan I've ever had. <laughs> Dex talks to Angel and Vince about the wedding. And they both get a little too excited, to which Dex is like, I don't have a best man. Everyone relax. Yeah. Um, the idea of Vince being 
a best man, a groomsman, or involved at all is very funny. Hilarious. Um, making Batista best man is cute, but real cute. Uh, too fake. That's a season one Dexter move. I agree with yeah. that. Yes. Well, Dex heads to his lab where Deb comes in for Skinner Files, Ooh. looking for a lead. Deb asks <laughs> if Dex has ever compromised an investigation for personal reasons. <laughs> to which. I'm a little surprised he didn't just like slowly look at the camera and wink. <laughs> no. but it was it was Dexter's turn to to pull a Jim Halpert and just, just like I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Dex, please stop jimming the camera, please. <laughs> Deb sees Dex's shoebox full of photos. Yeah. And they go go through it and she starts talking about Camilla and she's like, Kill me if that ever happens to me. Yeah, and Dexter's, wait, really? Yeah, put a pillow over my head, unplug me, do whatever you got to do. Shoot me in the head, whatever. Yeah, and um, what about you? Like, Because I would do that, like, same thing. Yes. Whatever, but you, like, uh, I could uh, smother you, get you to the head, uh-huh. I could stab you like three times. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I could throw you at a window. We have a very happy marriage. <laughs> I Well, no, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just getting, like, I'm just trying to figure out how. I want to be prepared. Okay, so in Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brock Sampson, who is the family's bodyguard, yes. is asked by Hank, one of the uh, kids, uh, if Brock ever had to kill the family yeah. or like, <gasps> kill Hank, how would you do it? Yeah. And without uh, uh, missing a beat, Brock's like, I, I push down on your trachea, you'd be dead in seconds. <laughs> you know. And Hank is like, you've thought of this before. And he's like, yes, I have. Point is, uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with being prepared. Yeah. I, I gotcha. And, but, yeah. uh, you know, as uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Gone Girl, I would mm-hmm. absolutely Gone Girl you, and you have just given me all of the material that I need to put you away. Well, that's okay, because as long as you're not going to kill me, because my plan is to, like, become a cyborg <laughs> and outlive you <laughs> and uh, live my life as a cyborg, half-man, half-robot type of situation. And you can't unplug a robot because we are wireless. <laughs> so LaGuerta comes in asking for the blood report. And uh, Dex takes it to the briefing room. And it's the, the blood report for Albert Chung. Dex gets to drop that off and Miguel asks Dexter to stay. And yeah. so Miguel and Ellen go at it. And Chung, oh boy, he wants... Full media. Mm. He wants a sentence uh, down to manslaughter. And he wants conjugal visits. You have no shame! <laughs> oh my god, of course. Also, that that just furthers the, like, it could be Vince Masuka going like, I want conjugal visits. <laughs> well, and every time, every, every time someone brings up conjugal visits now in any sort of TV show or movie, I just think of, you have no shame! Yeah. I was watching... <laughs> What is it? Not uh, uh, Space Force on Netflix <gasps> with Steve Carell. Oh yeah! And at a certain point, uh, one of the characters wants conjugal visits. And That's right. You have no shame. <laughs> Arrested Development. You have no shame. You have no shame. No touching. <laughs> no touching. No touching. Ellen Wolf, when asked by Dexter, well, I have pretty irrefutable evidence against Albert Chung. She's like, oh, I would discredit them fuck out of you. You, you, yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't see another day after I was done. And even oh. LaGuerta's like, hey, come on, Dexter's a like, good fuck, fuck you. Yeah, come like, on. Calm down. Yeah. 
They fight for a bit. Now, here's the thing. They both call each other names. Yes. And from the sounds of it, as we leave, it feels like Miguel got the brunt, like, like ire of the room. Because she calls him a fascist. <laughs> and Which is a hell of a thing to call someone. He calls her a prostitute. Which is a hell of a thing to call someone. Both bad. Both bad. Fascism, if you're an ADA, feels like a bigger insult. Just saying. Sure. I think... Uh, you can have good morals and be a prostitute. That is very true. Okay. Um, I, I think it's... A, in that case, it was like a little bit more of a respect thing and not so much a just a, a dig at that person. Like, it was a double whammy. Yeah. And yeah, he won. Not, not cool. Yeah, good for you, Miguel. Back off. Nope, he won. Don't, don't call people that. Well, we don't, don't call people either one of those things. Well, not cool. Well, not a, unless they are a fascist or a prostitute. I mean, that's fair. Then you can just well, label then, them all day. Is that what you're saying? You're just you're speaking a fascist. the truth. Whoa, you prostitute. Well, much like someone here should be, Dexter is excused. <laughs> And Dexter doesn't like Ellen Wolf by any means, but he's like, ah, she's just doing her job. Yep. Outside of the precinct, Deb is working overtime, and uh, I love them talking, and then Batista sees Barbara and is like, get the fuck out of here, go, 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 go. Mm. And he's like, hey, so I don't know if you were thinking about whatever, but one thing you could think of is being my plus one at my buddy's wedding. Hell of a thing to say to someone after she just friend-zoned him. Well, and he's like, look, if I want to spend time with you, and if that means we're friends, then let's get down to business. And she does, because she kisses him, and right there. she kisses him at work. I know, big move. My goodness. They My haven't goodness, even, Barbara. They haven't even told HR. So we've all seen the office. This could be problematic. <laughs> Back at the hospital, it's another bad pie. And character actress Marco Martindale apologizes for asking to be killed. A little bit like, hey, so Dexter, you remember the other day when I asked you to end my life as a Catholic woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My bad. <laughs> yeah, like she was like saying, like, I, I should have remembered your and, and be, be sensitive to your past. Because I know your secret if you had done that, you would be worried you'd be like your brother, Brian Moser. Woo! But she does say, which is a woo, but she does say, and there is nothing you could ever do to be like him. Wink, wink. Seriously. Just look how terrible my existence is. Right. I'm really being patient with you, but please fucking kill me. Right. <laughs> just, just please. Like, do it at your own pace. Figure it out. But fuck. It's like, God damn it. Well, Yuki confronts Deb oh, at her desk. There it is. Because she, uh, Deb had tattled to Quinn, and he got the whole case shut down, which makes me wonder how serious it actually was, if he could just go do that. Right. But it was not about humping, as Deb had thought. She's like, you humped Quinn. You humped him hard, and now you're mad at him. Right? right? Yeah. And Yuki's like, what the fuck you? I've been married for seven years. I have two kids. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Basically, a cop is dead because Quinn cut corners, and the next dead cop is on Deb, which is really hits her hard. Yes. Because, one, next dead cop, she's thinking, um, obviously, of Wendell. That one's on her. She's thinking about Javier, because that one was on her. She knows that's how they know that they've been drafting. Mm -hmm. And then they put Anton in the firing range, 
So she's really fucking freaked out because absolutely could be her fault. We'll see. Oof. But back at the Prado house, they're wrapping up some din din and talking about how awesome awesome wedding registers are. Oh yeah, and they both you can register anything you want, like power tools. And the guys are like power tools, but Dexter's like, because I use them to kill. I don't. I'm not a masonry man. I don't. I'm not a carpenter. Just give me my own murder tools. Yes. Did you know that you can use this tool for murder? And then he pulls out another one. Did you know you could use this tool for murder? It's like a sander. Yeah. Sill drops a wine glass, and Miguel freaks. Ooh, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable. And there were a bunch of kids, it, it, including Rita's kids, just at the table. And Ramon's kids. They, they were Ramon's kids. Oh, okay. You didn't say howdy to Carlos, like I asked. God damn it. Clearly. And now Sill dropped the glass, and it's... Now everybody's mad. God damn it. Yeah, Miguel and Dex leave as Rita and Sill clean it up, and Sill's like, so I... So, fun fact, I confronted Miguel... And now he's worse. He's a worse, angry little boy. He's an angry little man. Oh, no. Tensions just keep rising. Miguel's not happy. Yeah. Well, we're going over to guy time where Dex confronts Miguel about not killing Ellen. And he's pretty much like, no, just no, don't, nope, nope. And Miguel admits that this is personal and it should be personal for Dexter because she's fucking with his life. And Dex, I'm sorry. No. Well, then fuck you. Just oof. Ouch. Yep. Dexter doesn't really know how to handle that confrontation, so he just leaves. <laughs> well, and it's very clear because they, yeah, they do leave. And when they get back to the house, Cody's like, hey, did Dex and Miguel have a fight? And Dexter just kind of like does that dad thing. Oh, yeah. Where he doesn't really answer, kind of shakes his head and just like leaves. And yeah, just like, like a little oh. grumble, grumble and go grab a beer. Yeah. And Rita's like, all right, it's time to go to bed. And Dex uh, vents a little bit about I he's not happy with me right now, and Rita's like because of the affair. Yeah. she's like no, there's not one, and there's not going to be. Just stop it. Don't right. it's shut like, your no, mouth. That's shut your not it. Beautiful pregnant mouth. Just shush, 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 shush. <laughs> shut it. I love you, but shush. And I like Rita saying that you're a good friend. Yeah. And his problems are his, and it's like no matter what he's going through, that's not your fault. Like very that. good advice. Very, good very, advice. very good. Yes. Back at the precinct in the morning, Batista proudly he he rigs the announcement system, the speaker system, uh-huh. to play music. He opens up the elevator doors, and there's like dancers, and he yes! comes out, and he's all dancing. He's like, I got a plus one. Pa pow. Pow. La passion. Pa pow. Plus one. Pa pow. Like I, I just want the salsa music to start going, and he's just. Going for it. Just dancing out of the elevator. And Dex, he's on board for it. Good. Good for you. It's real cute. After Batista comes in, his like, look at me with my plus one. Yeah. Number one, number two, but it's all me, and that's my other one. That's right. Quinn is like, you might need to go talk to Deb, because she's been here all night. She might need an intervention. So they go see her. At the briefing room, Deb is gone. She's left this this earthly plane, and we have crazy Deb. She's talking all about the trees. She is fantastic. We have spent all of this time looking down at the ground when we should have been looking up. So that always reminds me of when in Buffy, I think in the pilot, they were like, yeah, nobody looks up or whatever. Because uh, I think it was Rita, wasn't it? Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, I, I think so, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah, it was one of those things where ever since then, 
I just look up every once in a while to make sure there's not a demon vampire uh, or a a crazy tree trimmer up there doing shit. That's right. Look up more people. (laughs) Well, I also, I I think it was after playing the Batman Arkham games. Yeah. It's just like Batman's just always right fucking there. If you just look up, just glance up, you'll see a bat. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) but Deb has been looking up, up in the trees. Look up. I love that they were like, we looked at the crime scenes. I looked at all the crime scenes. And they're like, oh, did you find trim trees? She's like, no. Fucking no. I didn't. I didn't find shit. But what I did find was at the victims' houses, trim trees. Boom. It's, It's a little out there, but I really love, again, Jennifer Carpenter's performance. Fabulous. Deb's performance of those are two different things. Yeah. And I love the Batista believes her. And he kind of just, oh, all right, it's not bad. Yeah. Well, in addition to that, you do have, you know, despite the, the Yuki drama, you still have Quinn going like, yeah, tree trimmers, landscapers, it's a good cover. Could work. He all uh, Batista does believe her, and the new lead does supersede Anton's situation. Mm. So it looks like Anton's off the hook. And although Quinn is on board with the theory... The timing of the theory is a little off. And he's like, I'm not sure I believe. Like, first Anton is in trouble and now this. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like, well, we don't all cut corners, detective. Ooh. At Ellen Wolf's house, Ellen isn't sure about Chung. She She's trying to do things as fairly as possible. Yeah. But does feel a little scummy uh, with his demands. Yeah. The, the line that I really liked that she said, she said that that conscience that she doesn't have mm-hmm. has been weighing on her. Well, I Le- like it. LaGuerta brings booze and encourages Ellen uh, to just, no, you know what you're doing. Fucking fuck it. And it's, I love LaGuerta's speech of, it's my job to bring them in and it's your job to give him his day in court. Yeah. And she's like, also, we brought Albert Chung to you. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm not used to favors. This is crazy. Yeah. They're helping each other out. I like it. Back at the hospital, um, Rita and Dexter are going to visit character actress Margot Martindale. Yeah. And Rita is confronting Dexter about his shitty list. Being like, (laughs) really? The donut guy? (laughs) He's like, I see him every day. If you don't know his name, then he's not invited. Well, and it's kind of adorable, like, to get your donuts from this guy every day and then invite him to your wedding i think it's adorable just learn just learn his name dexter and invite him i think that's real cute his name is sal sal we know it's sal (laughs) it's sal and his donuts come bring donuts sal well here's my issue with the scene uh character actress margo martindale pukes and then they rush to go investigate and i'm like no if i know my friend is dying and they puke give him a second or two i'm just saying you don't have to rush. Be- you don't have to go faster because they puked. I'm saying, give her some. Just give her a second to compose herself. Yeah, I think it's rude, but of <laughs> course, Rita, being the perfect fucking person, dives on in herself and just starts cleaning up her face and kissing her on the forehead and giving her all the bomb love that Rita has. It's really sweet. And she dives right in. Well, and I think that seeing Rita take care of her again, it's another moment for Dex to see just how shitty. Character actress Marco Martindale has it in this hospital at this moment. Yes. Not a good environment. But let me tell you what it is. Deb shows up at Anton's house. Because Anton did not leave town. 
Why didn't he go to Chicago? Because he knows what Deb is going through. He knows and he's like, you know what? I know what you did for me. I know how much you want your shield. Guess what? If you ever want me to be bait, I will be the biggest fucking bait you've ever seen. Mm. Oh, oh yeah? my God. I would lay out and just, yeah. be, I'm bait. Just oh. lay out in the middle of the street. You'll be bait for me? Oh my God. So much bait. Oh my God. Bait you right here. And then, well, they do, kind of, because they kiss. Yes, they do. That's sweet. I love it. Oh, beautiful ah. people making beautiful choices. Oh. That's all I love. Mm. Well, mm. let's get some lunch because Miguel and Dex need to clear the air. And Miguel talks about how Ellen Wolf helped get Chung into, into custody. Yeah. And Dexter was right. Very good. And it's a very um, humbling moment for Miguel. And, and like, I, I really like how he explains that, like, you know, it takes a big man and a strong man to admit his mistake. And Miguel is that big man. That is right. Um, yeah, Miguel has a hard time saying no and that he is sorry. And Dexter contemplates what being a good friend is about because Deb and Rita and character actress Margot Martindale and Miguel are all telling him that he's a really good guy and he is a good friend. Yeah. And Dex gets the light bulb moment of, do you want to be my best man? So many sweetness is happening. It's so sweet. It's so fucking adorable. And I still squeal because, my God, that's just, oh, it's good. Oh, my God. That look on Miguel's face. He's just. Oh, shit, yeah. He's so just touched, like genuinely touched. It's so good. Well, we get to the final hospital scene where Dexter brings character actress Margo Martindale the perfect key lime pie because he puts some shit in it. So my (laughs) real question is, was this code the whole time or did she really want a key lime pie? I honestly think it was both. Okay, because... I do think there is still a little part of her Mm -hmm. that's like, I kind of want one good key lime pie. Yeah. However. Because apparently it's really hard to find one. It's not until this moment Mm -hmm. that she's like when Dexter puts the shit in and she's like, yes, it's amazing. (laughs) It was was amazing. (laughs) Uh, That I'm like, oh, it was. So which I just want to make sure that it wasn't because if it was me. It would have gone right by me, and I would have been, I would have been bringing her pies for another two months. <laughs> oh, sure. She's like, no, I need a really good key lime pie. Give me like, the best drug-filled pie you've ever seen. This one is from Cuba. Here, I, I have it for you. No, I don't want it. No, yeah, but like, it had like drugs in it. I don't know what she wants. <laughs> God damn it. But, no. Well, I actually, uh, <laughs> I did a little bit of research because I was just so curious, like, what what qualifies as a good key lime pie? And that pie that they do use in that scene. It is good. It is good because good. it's a little bit more of a yellowy tint. Okay. Which is, it's supposed to be a little more yellowy. All right. Calm down, nerd. I, well, mm. you see, I. <laughs> well, you have to use the I right did. type of whipping. Yeah, it's a condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it also, it does look legitimately good. Like, it looks like like cheesecake. Yeah, it, it looks, looks delicious. Anyway. Uh, and character- drugs. Mmm, yum, yum, yum. Character actress Margot Martindale thanks him. And 
when he gave it to her, I immediately realized the mistake I would have made was I just would have put it in the pie and then fed it to her. She cannot eat that whole pie. No, she can't. So I'm really hoping Dex put the majority of it in that first bite. Or at least, yeah, like that, just that first corner, because he does give her a few bites. Yeah. But. So just, just making sure, because I'd be like, no, 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 you got to get to the crust. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Our version of this is that I poisoned a a cheese pizza for you, but it has like stuffed crust. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to put some of the poison in the crust? And I'm like, no, you got to eat it all. And you're like, I can't. I've had cancer for so long. I don't have hungry. I was literally coughing up. I was literally coughing up blood in the last scene. My throat can only handle so much. Okay, right. And I really want to jump on that joke, but I won't (laughs) out of respect. But I put the poison in one of these eight pizza slices. And I don't remember which pizza slice it was. And I thought you were going to die. So I got an extra, extra Brooklyn lard. Because I was going to eat the rest. But now I don't know which one it is. So you have to eat the whole thing. Character actress Margot Martindale just shoving pizza, pizza. pie. In her I face. hate you, Dexter. <laughs> You're a good friend, but also a bad friend. I asked for the perfect pizza pie, <laughs> and this is what I get. She's like, it was the perfect pie, and I'm like, is that the taste, or is it like, or the is ramifications? It the yeah. Oh yeah. Because like I, I've spent a lot of work on this. I've driven all over Miami. <laughs> this is the 19th pie I've bought. I kind of want to know. She's like, it's good. And it's like, nope, it's just poison. Well, it's good because she's going to go say hi to Jean. Yeah. And tell tell Dex that he said hi. So she's going to have her her whole thing. It'll be good. And Dex, interesting moment here. Mm -hmm. Dex tells her that she was right about his brother and that he killed him. And she's like, it's good you did that. That guy sucked hard. And then she dies. And Dexter's like, yeah. I'll mercy kill for a friend. And he kind of he kind of folds his arms and nods at the camera. That's right. He's like, dur, 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 dur. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty good episode. Really good episode. Dexter's got a, a best man. Character actress Margot Martindale is in heaven. That's right. Uh, Ramon is off the force. But you know what? Good. What, what, what would be worse than giving that guy more free time? <laughs> but hey. Nothing could could, nothing could go bad now. Anton and Deb are humping, which is great. Hell yes, I love it. Uh, yeah, this was great. Very good, solid episode, and kind of a happyish ending. It's nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's our episode too. Yeah, I have some spoiler things, but we'll wait till the next episode because this one ran a little long. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Our if you would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You may also find us on the socials if you'd like to follow us there. And that is all we got. So tell Carlos I said howdy. Thanks, guys. And if you want to be my best man, you will be. <laughs> just just like that? Well, yeah. I want to, Do you want to be my best man? Do you, do you I would be love to be your best man. Can you go over there? Do you want to be my best man? Oh, well, now it doesn't feel special. It was. It never was. <laughs>